0: Well, it's week number two in the uh, Emily and Alice Diaries. Welcome back. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Oh, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah? You Right? right? I'm good. Good. I'm good. I like mixing things up, you know? Feels fun. You sure do, Alice. Feels you exciting. sure do. You just had no choice about this, by the way.
1: No, I guess not. But needs must. <laughs> anyway,
0: week number two. We're talking about something that people have wanted us to talk about for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Ever since you came into the picture, people are always curious about our role together, your role, what that's looked like, hiring, onboarding, how Mm -hmm. we work together, blah, blah, blah. So what better chance than to talk about it right now when we literally have only ourselves? Anyway, into the episode. Mm -hmm. Can you start people off by describing what your role is? Because I think, and maybe this is just the fact that everyone always thinks they're unique and different to everyone else. The way we work together, for me being like a solo business owner and you not being full-time, I think is quite different to a lot of the ways that most people outsource. In the sense that you're a team member, but you're part-time. You have quite a lot of responsibility, but you're not kind of fully employed within the business. Yeah. So, talk a
1: bit more about what you do. Yeah, I guess that is quite unique, really. So, I... Edit this podcast. Produce this? What? I produce this podcast. Which means what? Well, I was going to say, I don't know if it's trade secrets that I write the show notes. No, it's (laughs) It's not my words. Yeah, they're not Alice's words, but I try and make it sound like they are Alice's words. Sometimes well, sometimes not so well. We learn. We We learn. learn. Okay, so I edit, produce this podcast, and I'll help you in terms of setting up rooms to record in and manage yeah. that side of it, which is probably a bit more in depth than people would think that it might be. There's a lot of back and forth of calls and emails and mm. la la la. More in depth than I think it is as well
0: yeah like when I'm like oh can you quickly just book
1: this thing I'm always like wow it's a real palaver and you forget when you're not doing those tasks it's just a fair bit of back and forth of like oh this room wasn't available but this one is and obviously there's costs involved with that as well and we're always trying to keep the costs down and then you also are very accommodating and you'll travel around so you'll you know we'll need a room in Southampton or Manchester or whatever it is so that's part of it so that's pretty much the podcast side I also track our listener numbers Mm -hmm. weekly downloads and stuff like that yeah yeah it's been a big year
0: for the podcast though yeah we've had a lot of like month after month we're having the biggest months
1: yeah yeah which is really great really really great really great and also obviously leading up to the 100th episode we were putting out an episode every day so we did eight days in a row yeah which in hindsight was intense work wasn't it Yes, I kind of got to, I don't know what day, say Wednesday, Thursday. I was like, I'm really tired. Yeah, why am I so tired? Yeah, and then I thought about it. I was like, that's a lot of work. But we doubled our downloads and listens. Yeah. So it was good that that payoff totally worked. Like more content, more listens. It was like perfect. Because we had kind of tried that before, hadn't we? We'd done two episodes a week. Yeah. Last year, back in like August or so. When? I don't remember that. Yeah, do you remember we tried a small talk?
0: oh and yes and a one conversation hour
1: yeah so it was a lot of work and people didn't really keep up with it
0: no like they were just listening to mu- one of them yeah it
1: was so much content going out and yeah it wasn't reflecting in the numbers so we were like this isn't like the best strategy for us so I guess that's another thing that you and I kind of work on together we're like both across that we both definitely comment and give each other our opinions on like this works or this doesn't work yeah so that's pretty much the podcast side and then I will support you in project management in terms of say the retreat yeah there's a lot of project management that's going to go into that in terms of building timelines of what happened needs to happen when in what order mm-hmm. there's lots of like extra little bits with the retreat that we want to add in terms of like welcome packs and like the creative workshops yeah and Yeah, just kind of making it like the best possible experience. Big bit of work. So the retreat is now
0: your own project. You manage that on your own. Yeah. And then when it comes to launches, Mm -hmm. you kind of manage the, like you've kind of said, like timeline, more logistical side of things. And then we kind of work together Mm -hmm. in collaboration on that like that yeah and then i probably be like a third category which is just other random things
1: <laughs> bits and bobs admin bits and bobs yeah um bookkeeping bookkeeping which i'm not doing anymore which we're gonna get rid
0: of Woo-hoo! outsourcing it's going to a professional um so there's like other random jobs that you'll do yeah. i'd say the bulk of your work is the podcast and then when we're launching or planning a launch project management yeah in that sense yeah love that mm. love that okay so that's your role I feel like we should start at the start because that's mm. what you do now. Yeah. But I would say for both of us, that's been an an evolution mm, sure. to get to that point. So let's, let's start at the start. We started working together almost this time last year.
1: Yeah. Nearly our first anniversary.
0: Yeah. End of April, start of May. Yeah. Was when we started working together. Let's talk about the hiring process. I get asked about this a lot. And I always feel quite bad because I don't think it's much of a copy and paste model that I would recommend. Yeah, it's not
1: a secret, uh, there was no secret system in there that you can
0: No, you'll hate me saying this, but I often say to people like, the way that I hired was not deserving of the quality of person that I found. (laughs) Like, I did not hire well enough. I shouldn't have found you with the hiring process that I did. But here
1: we are. But here we are. Both happy. Exactly.
0: I'm not complaining about it. But I initially knew that I wanted to outsource and get a team member when I had kind of dabbled in outsourcing to VAs and kind of one-off outsourcing, if that makes sense. So I would get someone to just quickly support me with automating a system or I would get them in to come and quickly build something, but it was never an ongoing relationship. They weren't in the business. They were just ticking a box and helping me with something. And I think from seeing the impact of that and realizing like, oh yeah, you can't really afford to do it, but once you've done it, it's what helps grow the business. Mm. I then thought, well, okay, if the big picture is probably that I have a couple of people full time, how do I start that process? And that's where for me, I landed on the idea of that I wanted a part time team member. So team members always been like the language that I've used around your role. Yeah, because to me, it's not an assistant role. It's not a like I'm outsourcing to you and you're outside the business role. It's like you're coming into the business with a certain amount of things to do. But at the moment, that's on a part-time basis.
1: Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah. And I think that's nice. I like team member. And then yeah. you always say to me, just call yourself whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you want.
0: Make up some fun job
1: titles. Have fun with it. Um, but I think I knew
0: I that was a needed thing to do when my kind of capacity was at its max, particularly because at the point of hiring you, I was prepping for the retreat. It was mm. a couple of weeks out. So I was probably more stretched than usual and realizing like, damn, if I'm going to build this business in the way that I want to I'm gonna need to get someone on board pretty soon because I can't sustain this yeah which is how I knew that I wanted to I don't
1: know how you even had the brain space to be doing all of that and then think I'm gonna advertise and find someone as well
0: yeah I think that's where I'm grateful that just I somehow found you (laughs) because I'm a bit like I don't think I did it I mean maybe there's not a right way to do it but I do look back, particularly before I had you, and think I don't actually know how I did it all. Mm. Like I do, th- sometimes I step back now and I'm like, oh, this is, feels really easy. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's because I have support. Yeah. So I'm like, how did I do it before? Like, it was just a lot of work. Mm. Anyway, so I put up a blog post, I think, which was just like, I'm looking for a part-time team member. I can't remember the language I used, but it was something like, I want someone who has part-time capacity now, but I would love in the future for it to grow you know, I want you to support with project management and possibly produce the podcast and help with editing. And it was pretty open from there, I would say. Yeah.
1: This is probably where you can chime in. Where does your story start? So my story starts, well, I won't go too far back, but I had just finished some temp jobs and was really not feeling that and would be looking at jobs and not feel very excited by things and a few friends said to me, like, you need to be doing your own thing. You need to have your own business. You need to just make your own path and all of this. And I was like, well, it's nice to nice thing to say, but how does that actually happen?
0: Yeah, it kind of sounds too good to be true, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, right. This whole, lots of people say, you know, if you can't find the job you want, then create it. You know, like, that's really nice on paper, <laughs> but how do you actually make that practical and pay your bills and yeah. all of this? Anyway, so I was looking for jobs, applying for jobs all the time. And had come to this point where I thought, okay, I want to work for myself, but I also need something to pay the bills. And I had joined different Facebook groups and was just getting into listening to podcasts about entrepreneurship and especially female entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and had come across Lola Hoad, one girl band, and listened to her podcasts. used to walk to my temp job, listening to Lola's podcast when, you know, at the end when she's like, I'm cheering you on. You're like, like, thanks, crying, walk into my crappy job. Thank you. Know, <laughs> That's what least, I need. Yeah, at least someone, at least believes. someone believes. Exactly. <laughs> it's amazing. And so I joined the Facebook group, and um, yeah, you posted in the Facebook group, and I remember it so clearly that this was like in my old flat, which was also a bit rubbish. And James, my boyfriend, was working downstairs, and he walked upstairs, and I said, "Oh, this girl." I think I said, "Girl, nice." I don't do worry. This person just posted in One Girl Band and this is what she's looking for. So I've sent her an email. And I remember he said to me, Oh, do you want me to read your email? And I said, No, I've sent it. And it was that kind of I said I remember saying to him, like, I just wrote it how I would say it. Mm. And I'd got to the point where I was like, There's no more strategy, there's no more techniques, I can only be myself and when i emailed you that's what i felt i was doing and i didn't try and sell myself to you as anything particular Mm. i just said you know if you think we might like working together here's a bit about me yeah and i said oh i have not edited podcasts before i've edited video a tiny bit i like podcasts so i might be able to do it Mm. and yeah just kind of probably said like i've got a bit of branding experience a bit of marketing experience but i don't know a whole bunch about digital marketing Mm. there was no like Flashy sales pitch or anything. I was just like, no. hey, yeah the person. Here's me. Do you want to chat? Yeah. And fortunately, yeah, you. It worked. Yeah, it worked. And I remember you then were like, let's have a call.
0: Yeah. So I had about 60 people, I think, apply. So it's probably worth saying on the job description, I put a list of things that were kind of desirable mm-hmm. and then a list of things that were essential. So that was how I kind of put the job out there. And I guess how I gave myself a bit of structure of like, how am I going to. Measure people against this. But even with that and kind of the skills or I just, you know, softwares that I wanted people to be familiar with, I think I knew more than anything that the character mattered, like so much more than that. And it's interesting you pick up on there that you just took away all the shininess and the polished whatever and just showed up as yourself. Because I think that's the biggest reason why this has worked. Yeah. Is because I knew like if I'm gonna hire someone who I want to play a really fundamental role in my business and who is gonna be super close to what's going on and have a lot of control and a lot of capacity to grow this but also to have a negative impact if that happens. Yeah. Like I need to make sure this is someone that I trust and that relationship is there more than anything. Mm. So I think ultimately you weren't the most like skilled person for the job no and i even remember in the application you wrote like um which is one of the reasons why i liked it you're like i've not edited podcasts before but as a teen i used to make weird videos on imovie that
1: was it yeah
0: and i was was like i did that i was the same i was like this is my person (laughs) and then you'd written on it that you skied and i was like i want to go on ski retreats with my team (laughs) (laughs) members so that works um rest in peace the ski retreat for 2020. But yeah, I whittled the 50 down to about 10 just through gut instinct. So Mm. I printed out all the CVs and I put them on my desk and I just looked at them for about a minute max, moved them to the left if I liked them, moved them to the right if I didn't, or one or the other. Um, And I also had people not write a cover letter, but just tell me something in the email as well. Cause I was like, I can't, you know, I'm so non-corporate. I didn't even know what I was looking for in a CV. So I more just cared about them. And I was like, how do you, how do you read that yeah, which is how I'm so, so fortunate hard. that I found you when I I don't think I really gave myself the best chance to hire character over skill when I kind of looked at CVs first um but then I whittled it down to two um you and another person and then had phone calls with both of you and I remember really clearly on the phone call with you I was driving somewhere for work I think I was driving to a shoot in Guildford And I remember speaking to you and just being like, this feels really natural. Yeah. Like she feels normal. Yeah. Like she, she laughs at my jokes or like, not even like, I need someone that finds me funny. But like you were saying your own things. You weren't waiting for me to speak. Mm. You were like, I don't know how to explain it. No,
1: I don't either. And Like exactly as you say, it just kind of felt natural and normal. It wasn't forced. Again, I don't think you were trying to sell yourself to me or vice versa. It Mm. was very much like do you think we could get on and work together?
0: Yeah. And I think we were very honest with each other. Yeah. Like I remember on that call being like, I know this is a a weird job to advertise for because a lot of people that were applying for it wanted it to supplement their business's income. Mm. And that wasn't something I could hire for because I knew that long-term, I wanted that person to work more and more for me and for their work with me, not to just sustain what they're doing, but almost vice versa. Yeah. And I remember just being really upfront with like, that's, the reality of it now, I can't pay you enough for you to work only for me. But what are you going to be doing alongside this, and and will that conflict? Yeah. And I remember I felt bad initially asking that, but then was so glad that I did because we kind of lined up really well with what we wanted out of it. And yeah, we were absolutely.
1: At. And I think it's better just to lay that out from the beginning. And again, I think a lot mm. of people will try and tell you what you want to hear, but I guess to me, I was starting from a place of zero. I didn't have any other work commitments. I was completely just starting out fresh so it was quite I was open to be like well I can work with you as much as you need me to but I'll also just be out working on other stuff trying to find other things as well yeah so to be honest I was just happy to meet someone that I liked and Mm. wasn't dick to work with <laughs> as mean as that sounds like I have worked with incredible incredible people but I was just on a bit of a run of not being super happy mm-hmm. work-wise and not knowing where I wanted to go and then in meeting you it has opened up like so many other opportunities and I now know so many more people and community and it's been a
0: great move for both of us it
1: has been no regrets all round no regrets no no
0: So, past that point, me sending you an email, if we find any of those emails, we should definitely put them on Instagram, especially if it's your one of you applying.
1: Yeah, I really want to see what it. you said. You're completely right. It was the iTunes movie, iMovie. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was the, that's absolutely honestly, what I said. That was the comment that got me. Yeah, I used to take um, you know a little digital camera on holiday, make videos, put them on YouTube. I love it. No one watched them. We've all been there. I don't think I ever wanted anyone to watch them. It wasn't even about that. You were just having fun. Yeah. A pure creative. Yeah. I love yeah. it. So we
0: didn't meet until you were hired. Yeah. I say hired. You never signed a contract.
1: No. It was never no
0: that official. But I'd said yes to us working together mm-hmm. before us meeting. We yeah. just had one phone call, a couple yeah. of emails, and I'd looked at your CV. Yeah. So we met in London. And I remember seeing you walk towards me, and I—it's worth noting as well. To this point, I couldn't find you on social media. No, do you remember that? Yeah, because I'd stalked everyone that applied minus you. So I have no clue why I picked you when you're the one that I couldn't find. I Remember thinking it was really weird. I
1: know that I couldn't I, find you. I put my Instagram to public
0: so, so that I could, could find, find me.
1: you. Still couldn't find me. No, still. Didn't this work. is why I needed your digital marketing. There we influence. go. It's worked for all of us.
0: Yeah. But I remember you walking towards me, and I was like, I think I own that outfit. And I was like, "This is my person. This is gonna work." <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> we're gonna we were be okay. wearing basically the same thing. Yeah, we?
0: and I had quite similar. And
1: I was like, "Cool, I feel good now." And then we sat down and we had a bit of a chat. And then you were giving me this whole timeline of, "I want. I'm launching this on this date and this on this date, and then this is happening." Mhm. And that hasn't changed.
0: No, that's every time we sit down. I'm like, "So Emily, let me tell you all the things that are going on." But no, I do remember that because I think I I knew if this person is gonna work so closely in the business there needs to be this fine balance between they they know everything but they don't feel responsible for everything yeah and that's something we've talked about a lot is how I don't want it to feel like I kind of isolate you from the business Mm. if something's going on I fill you in on it so I remember that first time we met I was like I don't really have anything to tell you about the role because we don't know what this is going to look like yeah so let me just tell you the story Mm. like this is how it got to here this is how I think it's gonna evolve this is how your role might look we're just gonna have to see. Yeah. So it wasn't an official kind of training period. It was just like, hey, let's connect. Let's just see where this goes.
1: Do you remember what I said to you? You, So you were saying to me, "Um, so the podcast is gonna relaunch, I'm redoing my website and then I'm gonna launch this shop and the retreat is next week. And do you remember I said to you, why are all these things happening so close together?
0: And that was the first (laughs) and not the last time. That Emily has asked very good questions. I was like, are
1: these hard deadlines? Is this definitely happening? Why do you want this to happen? Mm -hmm.
0: Very, very helpful questions. That is honestly what you do. It's a great role. And then your first week of work, you were in at the deep end. Because I remember just sat there when we were meeting each other and I was like, in my ideal world, you are coming to the retreat. Mm. Because that is like the perfect, really get to know my work, really get to know the retreat. I will get to see you in this quite tough environment, I think for someone who is is new to things. And I remember saying that to you and being so sure that you'd be like, mm, no, that's good, I'll start after it. But you are
1: just like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. I really hoped that you would ask me to come. And also you said to me, oh, do you drive? And I said, yes, as in I have a driver's license. And you said, oh, so can you drive down to the retreat? And then I don't have a car, <laughs> but I just went, <laughs> yes i love it and then i left and i rang my mum and i said mum would it be a major hassle if i borrow your car for a few days was she all right with it she was so all right with it
0: it was really nice we all need mums for times like that yeah
1: yeah yeah it was really great she even paid for my petrol did she yeah i paid you back for that petrol (laughs) emily (laughs) no she said i could keep it she said (laughs) i could keep it i I love it
0: i love it just profiting off your (laughs) mum's generosity i know great time so that was your first week of work We'd done no work together. You turned up at the retreat. Fifteen other women. This whole kind of world that you've never been introduced to before. And I'm just gonna say it. You nailed it.
1: Oh, thank you. I think I was. I was nervous. What I did was I thought I got in the car and I thought it's a three-hour drive. I'm not spending three hours being really nervous. So I allowed myself two hours forty-five to just listen to music, sing, have a happy time. Then I stopped for petrol and I got changed. Okay. And I changed into uh like my I'd been wearing really comfy stuff for driving and I put my jeans on, I put a different top on, blah blah blah, like brush my hair, put some makeup on. I was like, okay, you can now be a little bit nervous. But actually, I wasn't that nervous once I arrived. Like you came out to meet me, and I just walked in, and it was such a nice environment. Mm. And we sat down and had dinner. And I'd recognised a few people, like I knew Polly, well I didn't know Polly, but I'd recognised Polly from a podcast episode, and I'd had a look on the Facebook group, and I knew that Megan was the photographer, and she was sat next to me, and yeah, it kind of just really just flowed, and everyone was just chatty, and yeah, it just couldn't have been a nicer environment to go into. Mm -hmm. You
0: settled in so well, because I think I was thinking, me in your shoes would be awful you know like me in a group of that many people that you don't know I would have just frozen up and I think so yeah I think that's what I was expect like that was my kind of expectation is Mm. that you'd find it a bit hard and I'd I'd kind of know I just thought that was the way it was going to be but I remember a few hours in me like oh I can't find Emily and I thought you were like hiding in your room or something. And I just found you like in the hot tub with a cocktail. I was like, fantastic. Like this, that was the moment I knew
1: like this is going to work out. When you came out, I thought, oh man, does this look bad? Seriously. And then do you remember you said to me, um, you were going to go to bed and, um, you said, oh, can you make sure the hot tub's off? Like that's your job. Make sure the hot tub is off. So I was fully prepared to sit there. You know all night until I knew that hot tub was off because I we didn't know each other then and I didn't yet know if it was going to be a situation in the morning where you'd be like uh well Emily I did ask you to make sure that was off do you know what I mean I didn't yeah. know yeah. we didn't know each other's personalities you didn't know that I was the kind of person that would ensure that it was off yeah I didn't know that you were the kind of person who would actually be pretty chilled if yeah, I was no like I damn go. I thought it was off we had a few little chats just you and I where I was like how's it going how are you Mm feeling but also you were kind of in work mode so I got to see you deliver your workshops and yeah just get to it was like my first insight into this community and it was like oh this is super nice
0: yeah and I think the retreat was the best place to do that because with such a digital business like how was I going to explain coaching to you yeah it was so helpful to chuck you in a room full of all of my people yeah. and be like so these are the kind of people I work with this is what I'm about this is the impact of it and mm. to just kind of give you that initiation yeah you right. really right well. it
1: totally would have been hard to get that across in any other way
0: mm. and post retreat I remember we were sat in the hot tub afterwards yeah kind of talking about it and you said something that has stuck with me ever since where I was like what do you think like of this group of people because this has been my normal since leaving school is mm. this kind of
1: world of small business owners talk to me more about that so what I said to you was I can't remember my exact words but I called it a subculture didn't I yeah what did I say something like oh I didn't know there was this whole subculture yeah it's the first
0: time I'd thought of it as a subculture because it's just normal to me
1: yeah and I was like but... oh yeah it
0: is a bit of a world where everyone knows each other and yeah, we're all in these right. groups and
1: yeah everyone was saying people's names like they'd say their name and then also their business So no one had a first name and a second name. It was their first name and their business. Yeah. And everyone knew each other and everyone had met at different events. And I was just like, oh, wow, you guys all know each other. I don't think I ever imagined that then I was going to be a part of that as well. I think I, at that point, really saw myself on the sidelines of that, like aware that it happened, but wasn't actively involved.
0: That's been a really special thing, actually, as well, is seeing you kind of find your space in that world. Which has been really fun to see. Yeah. And just how how much people have wanted you to be a part of it. Like off the back of the retreat, it wasn't at all like, oh yeah, that's Emily that works with me. Mm. You're a complete separate person.
1: And it's yeah, nice to it's see really, that. Yeah, it's really interesting. Because I think also when you and I started out, you remember you'd say to me, do you want me to tag you on Instagram? Mm. And I was like, oh no, no, that's fine. Because I didn't see it as my world. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's You're your thing. You supporting mine. Yeah, I'm supporting you. But yeah, like it's naturally happened that i'm a part of it as well yeah it's really cool
0: i say to you on a frequent basis you can never leave because i've made you part of the brand now i mean you're coming on the podcast four times so hello if you screw me over
1: how many times have you been on
0: three (gasps) you'll have been on five as well by the end of this because you've already done one
1: she's not going
0: to be happy no you are Given her a run for her money. No one wins, Emily. (laughs) Winner. Everyone's on a level field. Uh, But since then, since the retreat, it's just evolved. I feel like we'd be here all day if we talk about kind of how your role has shifted. But a couple of months after the retreat, you took on the podcast. Mm -hmm. When it relaunched, that felt like a natural time to hand it over to you. And it's probably just gone from there where we've kind of found our footing with working with each other. Yeah. We definitely had a moment... Like quarter three, four last year, where we realized we needed more constant contact yeah. to feel like things were kind of working well with our roles and that we weren't becoming these kind of two isolated people doing their thing. Yeah, but we were connected in that because
1: I think pre August, where everything was just super quiet, we didn't see each other.
0: No, and then we I realized think we... we hadn't seen each other for like six weeks.
1: Yeah, and it was too long. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it was too long because when you and I are together, we're very good at like getting through stuff. We know who's going to take what in terms of tasks. And yeah, exactly like you say, we've got in a groove with each other. I think we also understand what part each other plays, if that makes sense. Like you're definitely going to have the idea. Like you said before, I don't feel responsible. Like I don't think I have to have the idea, but I think once you have the idea, I'm there to facilitate and support Mm -hmm. it happening and it coming together. And also just to raise questions which I probably do too much, but...
0: You don't know, like, that's the... I think that's why I'm such an advocate of having someone come into your business rather yeah. than outsourcing out because you don't just tick the box of producing the podcast and creating timelines yeah. and project managing, but you also have the capacity to to change things and, and ask questions. Yeah,
1: and, and it's just more of a, like, have you thought about doing it like this? Could it work like this? This is worst case scenario. This is best case scenario. And mm. we just kind of troubleshoot stuff yeah and work through things from different angles as well
0: yeah and when things feel like a we, I've I've actually found that much easier mm. I talk about the business as a we now which I have to stop myself doing publicly because I'm like it's yeah. actually not a we. like <laughs> Emily doesn't coach she doesn't like do any of the stuff but it feels like a we because it's such a collaboration
1: yeah and I think that's how I wanted you to feel as well because I think you've changed a fair bit since we met as well yeah massively from you know six days a week working every hour under the sun Mm. and for me I've you know I'm a bit older than you and I've done different jobs and just coming into your business I want you to be able to sustain this and I want you to be happy in your business like I want to support you I don't want you to feel like the weight is on your shoulders all the time so Mm. again that's where I think it being a joint effort and us working together, yes, helps. Like I want you to feel supported when we launch in that all those feelings of like pressure and anxiety. It's not just you; like it's spread between both of us. Yeah, as much as possible.
0: Yeah, and I do think our kind of personalities complement well because we both have kind of. The same thing that we're working towards. We yeah. have kind of similar standards and similar kind of expectations for what we want to create. But the way we look at things is is very different. Yeah. So when we approach, say, a launch, it's very much like you explained there. I'll be like, hey, um, I know we've probably got loads going on, but here's this big thing I want to do. Here's just some initial thoughts I have on how this happens. And then you just completely run with that. Project manager, break it down, We then immediately know, cool, you need to do this. I need to do this to make this happen. Mm. And we kind of collaborate in that way where we're both showing up as our strengths. Yeah. But it will probably also be true to say we would hate to do the other person's job. Completely. I always say to you, I feel really bad for you. Like I've had to really learn to tell myself like your job is these things. Yeah. I need you to
1: tell me what to do Yeah, so that I have a job to do yeah you go isn't it weird that I just sit here and tell you what to do and I'm like no no because you're that's giving me a job
0: (laughs) yeah and I feel fine kind of with the like feedback like once you've done a job I don't feel bad telling you what I think about it or giving feedback because you never do anything it's always small edits and I think we know it's just a like it's not a personal reflection
1: yeah I think we've also both said to each other enough times I never assume that you're saying something negatively yeah yeah we just take
0: things the right way yeah we
1: just take it the right way and I think I think when we were doing the six-week thing the first six-week thing there was a time on the live videos and I said in the comments Alice can you slow down can mm. you speak a bit slower please it was seemed quite abrupt
0: other people other often people comment were like, like wow oh. Emily really says things to you yeah. and I'm like that's just us
1: yeah but I think you and I are comfortable enough in our relationship to know that nothing is ever said no in a yeah unkind way we but I think yeah we both have similar values and similar styles and that yeah neither of us are trying to offend the other one yeah
0: exactly that (laughs) or
1: trying to do the things that the other one would want to do exactly I would not want to be coaching you would not want to be whatever you do no
0: exactly (laughs) that I often go like I don't really know what you do but just keep doing it but yeah on that note I think I've had to remind myself a lot like you want me to give you things to do like I'll text I still do it now and I think I won't stop because it feels respectful of your boundaries but I'll text a lot like I have a job for you do you want to do it or like I have a quick like 20 minute thing don't worry about when you do it but if you could do it that'd be great yeah because I think you have got to be conscious when someone isn't full-time of their boundaries but again I feel like we've kind of built this relationship where like hopefully you just know when I'm saying something it's like cool I'm just getting this out of my head you do that whenever yeah and I care more about your output yeah. And that you do it rather than, I'm thinking of a flying for when you do it.
1: Yeah. What Fly that looks like. Flying for doodle. Like. That's a new one. I like flying it. Flying for doodle. Another thing I was going to say was how that has evolved between you and I. Yeah. Is um, when we first started working together, you might text me and say, oh, could you please, oh, I don't know, grab these images or upload this. And I'd feel the pressure to do that there and then as quickly as possible. Mm. So I text you back and go, I'm just in the post office. Yeah. i like, I'll do it. Is it okay if I do it in an hour? And you're like, yeah. don't All like, right, I'll enjoy your
0: post office. <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's something that we've learned as we've, as we've like just carried on working together. That's naturally evolved. Mm. I know the tasks that I am responsible for and what I'm doing. And then I do that in the time that works best for me. Yeah. As long as you get your it. job done,
0: like you're your own person. Yeah. You work in your best way. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. And the way that we work now, although it's obviously always changing, could probably be summed up in the fact that we do try once a month which is probably going to be different now to do a day together mm-hmm. where we'll generally talk about whatever launches or projects are going on at the moment and then I kind of know in my head what your working days are so usually once a week we'll have kind of a check-in mm-hmm. just to talk about things to do and then we just whatsapp a lot
1: yeah about random things voice notes a lot
0: love a voice note
1: it's really helpful
0: yeah just to really kind of helpful. brain dump and to have someone else there from my perspective is just invaluable someone even if something all you say is like okay sounds good yeah. just to like get something out of my head of like so I've had this idea I don't know how it's going to work but here's my thoughts and just have that kind of processing space
1: yeah Super or you helpful. can just deliver the idea and then I'll figure the mechanics behind it in terms of like oh we need this software or we need this whatever it might be
0: yeah iron out the details yes. you're way more detail oriented than I am thank you which is needed I'm so, I will cut corners if I can whereas you'll just be like should we just
1: finish that thing or just do it properly but that's probably because it's not my business per se so that's probably yeah. a benefit if it was for my own stuff mm. I don't know if I'd be the same but because it's for you I want it to be like as good as it can be and I want it to be correct yeah it's just a different
0: I think that's a big thing as well when you bring someone else in which for me is where the whole kind of character over skill thing plays a role is that you trust that person to reflect you in the business well because as much as you are a separate person a lot of people in the business world that know you probably would know you because of a tie to me and that would be an association they'd had and I remember when I was hiring one of the things I kept thinking was like I want to hire someone where I can trust to leave them at an event and they'd be fine not fine of like oh they're not going to go and bitch about me but just fine of like they don't need babysitting and they'll just go and be what I would want to be which is friendly to everyone and interested in whatever and that's completely what you do and I think that's because our values align.
1: That's so hard though like how do you find that how do you, how Alice? I've never interviewed anyone. Mm. I've never looked through CVs. I so desperately want to be on the other side, of but that you will to understand it.
0: Yeah, because the long term of your role is that, yeah. well, hopefully, is that I would never be a manager. I yeah. would just have a relationship with you. I would obviously you know, I'm not nothing. like, I don't want to know the team. I don't even know <laughs> these other remedies. Can you just give them pseudonyms because I don't even want to know that they're real people. Uh, no, but I, my role wouldn't be in managing people. Yeah. We would have a relationship and you would manage people to the do team. things. Yeah. yeah. So what I've always said is that as soon as you're doing tasks that you don't want to do mm. or you would rather be doing other tasks on over... That's when we have a conversation about hiring another person to sit under you for you to outsource to.
1: It's tricky though, like because then that turns things around. That I have to get to the point that I'm comfortable letting things go.
0: Yeah, ma'am. That's scary. Yeah,
1: but that's, that's why you're the best
0: person to do it because I no longer care about those things.
1: Oh yeah. That much,
0: but they're really important. Yeah. Like bookkeeping, could not give a flying whatever. Faludal. Exactly that. But I know it's important, but the reason why I want you involved in it, if we ever outsource it, is because you're the one that values it more than I do. Yeah. So there'll be a day where likely your whole role is just like doing that kind of, okay, let's take an idea or concept to a practical level, and then your role is just about getting all the team to do that. Yeah. And your head won't be in a lot of the doing, it will be in the bigger picture. I can't
1: imagine it yet. No, neither can I. Let's give it a year. Yeah
0: maybe five (laughs) maybe (laughs) ten we'll take it slow we'll give ourselves some time
1: 10 years i'm 32
0: (laughs) (laughs) shocks me every time Emily. every single time it's my favorite trivia i go guys how old do you think emily is
1: okay so this is your new one how tall am i how old is emily (laughs) how tall are you um how old how tall are you five seven about the same yeah probably
0: i don't know why i was so offended that people thought i was short I feel quite bad for short people that i took it as such an insult but i just did
1: but also why did they think that exactly is it because i take pictures of you from higher
0: maybe Do I need to,
1: is it actually we need to change the angle on me wow i need to be photographing you to look taller
0: people said it's because a lot of my pictures are just me on my own I thought, oh, yeah, that is true
1: nothing for um perspective
0: i need to find some short friends and get them to come in some instagram pictures with me oh, God. or just stand next to things for context your poor friends We're going to round up with what we've learned. I don't I mean, have my answer yet. Okay, well, you need... I literally told you about three hours ago to come But with I have a question for
1: you. Yeah? Do you have any advice to give people uh, when it comes to hiring? The hiring process? Yeah. Or picking the right person. This is really
0: non-practical. Trust your gut would be know, my I first one. I think that's one. a big one. I think it's a big one. Yeah, I think just trust... Like, I was in a real... Conundrum Is that the right word? Yeah. Between you and the other applicant because the other applicant was more She's skilled. She's told me
1: before the other person was better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so even now you're more skilled because I taught you all the things. Yeah. And also like, nothing in your, like stop thinking every skill in your business is really hard. It's probably not. Like, like what? Like say like podcast editing. You learn how to do that yeah. really quickly. It's yeah. not, but I think there's a, sometimes an arrogance in like, I need someone really highly skilled to be able to take this stuff on. Yeah, Nah, probably not. You just need someone who can learn and figure that out. Yeah. So it was a choice between you, loved the vibe, character seemed spot on, really wanted to work with you and this other person who on paper would make more sense mm. and my like brain, which always leads more, which is just to trust your gut. You're yeah. not building this in a typical way so stop looking for typical things. Went with that. Very
1: good. Yeah. Thank you very much.
0: Um, new to go with you, and I'm glad I did that. And then I would say as well, even just the language around like the essential and desirable. I got that off my dad. I found really helpful because it just gave me something to work back to. Because I hate saying no. (laughs) Sixty people wanting to work with me, and that feeling like a real privilege that they were doing that was quite an emotional process. Totally. So the more that I could give myself structure to refer back to, of, Mm. okay, well, do they actually meet these things? Yeah, you're measuring
1: it against tangible
0: Yeah, rather than trying to measure the person. Yeah. Because that was really hard. And then I would say once you've got them on board, like, just be honest the whole time, because that's going to be what's going to show things up. Just being honest with what your expectations are. Because it's not going to be for everyone. No. But if you're going to find someone like you, who just, you know, not like, not everyone needs an Emily... By your character but i think everyone could do with someone who just slots into the business compliments your weaknesses takes it forward yeah and i think it's through honesty that you find that person
1: here's another question for you yeah okay so you were advised that mm-hmm. you weren't recruiting for a friend but i'd say you and i we get on we have yeah. friendship wow please. you just said that we're friends emily we Big are deal. friends cool. i think we're friends like if we didn't work together anymore i'd still want to know you great you know? love that but I totally understand that it's probably caused a lot of people some hardship in their business. A bit of tension, maybe, mm. if you're, like, too good of friends and something goes wrong. So where do you, what was your position on that? I do think, for me,
0: hiring someone who is more mature than me has been a positive there. Because I think, although we haven't...
1: in um, the over-30s, we can do
0: it, guys. You go, um. But I do think we never went into this pursuing a friendship. Yeah. That was never really no. a goal. No. It's just grown alongside that. Yeah. And although we've never talked about it, I think it has taken time, like we don't overly share like our personal lives with each other. Unless I think the only times that we do start talking about more like personal stuff is genuinely when we have the time because all yeah. so much of our time together is just working. Yeah. And we need to be working and getting our head down. So naturally the kind of the relationship does stay quite separate. I just think it all comes back to character because Mm -hmm. I think when you hire a friend and that's the foundation of your relationship, that's where giving feedback or correcting them is really hard to do. And I'm so, so grateful I've never had to do that to you. Please never be a dick because I would not know how to correct you. (laughs) Um, But it would be easier because the foundation of what we have is a working relationship. Yeah,
1: you're right. And I think as well, exactly like you say, we aren't, we know pieces of each other's personal lives but mm-hmm. we aren't deeply involved in each other's personal lives and that yeah. definitely has its benefits for sure
0: yeah and there's still personal elements to it like we know about each other's lives and talk about random crap it's yeah. not a whole like nope i just want to
1: see you for your role
0: and that's yeah. it yeah but i'd never like context.
1: cast any like comment or judgment on do you know what i mean like we don't do yeah. that to one another
0: yeah 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 yeah. it wouldn't be like oh so my friend just did this and rah, 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 yeah. rah, rah. it just doesn't it doesn't help yeah and I mean, you're, I just feel like you're not, thankfully, the kind of person that needs any of that mm. feedback or correction. You always no. joke what would happen if you went to Ibiza and just stopped working. And I always get, Emily, that's the most ridiculous scenario because you're never going to do that. No. But if you did, I don't... Like, that would be where I'd be grateful that we're a teammates above friends. Yeah, Because I
1: definitely. could say something. Yeah. I don't know what I'd say. I don't know either. I think as well, like, neither of us like conflict. Like, do you think that's fair? I don't like conflict. I hate
0: conflict. Yeah. I, I think, think we just get over ourselves quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Just like...
1: yeah, I think we're both good at being like, oh, I messed that up. I'm sorry. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's cool, man.
0: Yeah, and we're both what pretty laid back. Like, nothing is ever the end of the world.
1: Yeah, I think that's what I was trying to say with the hot tub. I really appreciate that nothing is overly dramatic mm. in our working relationship or in our work. Things sometimes go wrong and, you know, I've deleted files out of the google drive before and you're you jokingly tell me that you don't have them and then you're like "Ah, i got it but nothing's (laughs) ever this meltdown no and it's a very never ever it's nice working in a way that you feel trusted you know everything's like relaxed you're not saving lives it's just like "Ah, yeah yeah
0: And if something goes wrong, it's a team thing to figure out. It's not, you did that wrong or that was your fault. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't get anyone anywhere. I have a question for you before we get to our final questions. (laughs) Yeah, still haven't thought about it. Yeah, still not. Trying to wrap up here. Have you found it interesting as like we have 10 years apart, right? Yeah. I know that our dynamic isn't like employee employer. I think almost because I hate that dynamic. You've just become your own role and we're peers more than Mm. anything. Was that ever a thing for you? Like coming into, like almost being, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no,
1: I totally know what you mean. And from my side, I, when I was coming up to meet you, so you'd said, yes, work with me, fantastic. And we were meeting up in London and I was listening to your podcast on the way in Mm. and you'd mentioned being 21. And I was sitting there at 31. I've had a birthday since. And um, I thought, oh, I hope this isn't awkward for Alice. I never thought of it as I'm 31 working for someone who's 21.
0: Interesting. I only felt
1: I don't want Alice to feel uncomfortable that I'm older. Ah, okay. But I think it kind of helps us because our lives are in different places. We have different experiences. We know different things. I couldn't give you a negative about her. No, me neither.
0: And I think if anything, it's caused us just to respect each other a lot more. Yeah. Because it's actually, there's a lot that you know and a lot that you've experienced, which I don't. Yeah, so but I think I've if the I was saying there's so
1: much stuff you know that I don't know. Yeah. It's like...
0: But I think if I possibly like I was ten years older, mm. it would feel like maybe there was like an, an unbalanced feel there where both I know everything about the business and also I've got more life. Yeah. Whereas I think just because I'm like, oh yeah, Emily's like a real life adult. <laughs> like she's like a proper adult human. I'm like, okay, I respect that. Whereas I think it it a lot of the dynamic that we have, I credit to just you like creating the role for yourself and being quite headstrong yeah not in a negative way headstrong yeah. but just like cool this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna make decisions I'm gonna call things out I'm gonna whatever and that's taken time to evolve I think I do credit a lot of it to that
1: yeah and I think again that comes with time mm. and that's just from me having experience the experiences that I've had that I know where I want to go and fortunately, you know, you have a clear vision for your business and the things that you want as well. And yeah. I think that we just kind of meet in the middle. Like, you're probably quite mature for your age. Mm. I might be a bit immature for my age. <laughs> I think we meet in the middle at, like, yeah, you're 27. Yeah, it works. Let's go with that. <laughs> it works. Um, do
0: you feel like we need to do our final questions or do you think we answered those? Oh, well, why don't you answer? Because... You've not got yours. I don't have. Okay, that's fine. I was just going to end with one, like, I guess my conclusion on hiring and getting Mm. a team. And that for me is the fact that it never feels like 100% the right time to do it. And I'm not saying that to cause people to be irresponsible and to just hire and outsource and pay for shit when you can't afford it. But I am saying that to make the point that if your business has reached a bottleneck, the only way you relieve that bottleneck is by letting some things go and for me hiring a team member has been the best way to level up because it's allowed me to do more create more be at my best more not be doing the jobs that actually aren't my strength whatever whatever but when I first took you on that wasn't a necessarily like perfect fit for yeah. the business in the sense of like even financially
1: yeah did you was... just have this kind of belief like oh this is gonna work
0: yeah I just knew I'd somehow pay you yeah the business probably for the first like three months of hiring you I was like shit how am I gonna pay Emily
1: and you told me yeah I did you were completely honest about that as well
0: yeah because I just knew like I just think I've always built my business on gut instinct and trusting the process yeah I mean the process that doesn't exist but I knew okay once this happens at some point this is gonna turn yeah and I do think towards the end of last year it turned of kind of oh okay now I just totally see how kind of the earning capacity of the business and my enjoyment of the business has gone up because of that investment but that investment didn't feel like a perfect fit Mm. when I did it
1: yeah but I don't regret it and bizarrely even though you like as we've said you were so you've been completely honest and transparent with me the whole way through this year I've never once thought about not working with you Mm. that's good yeah
0: and if the business is struggling, I'll let you in on that. Mm. But it's not your job to solve it. Yeah. I think that's an important balance for us. Without me, you cannot sustain this business. No. But with you, this business can do amazing things. So you've got to keep yeah, doing that. Yeah. Right. Love that. Well, there we go. Installment number two. Go and hire someone. Just don't try and steal. <gasps> Imagine if someone tried to thieve you off of me
1: like Ooh, what's your what's, that
0: would be what would it cost because that d- don't lie to me there there would be a figure i bet
1: oh yeah everyone's got their number
0: what's your number probably full-time or part-time uh what you're doing for me at the moment we didn't even say that like two days a week
1: yeah two days a week let's call it 60 grand a year yeah all right if you've got 60k <laughs> if you've got a spare 60 grand <laughs>
0: You I'll could coach there. Emily. Emily at uk. I will be checking that email address she religiously for the next husband. few weeks. <laughs> do I not? I don't um, so. think Do you love how much I literally just don't check in on most of the things that you do?
1: That's a good thing. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm not doing anything, but. I mean, what are you up to? Oh, golly. <laughs> Setting up. You just use it. It's always handy to have an extra email address.
1: You can just oh, use it yeah, for free and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: I got you back. All right, let's go now. Wait.
1: Right. Peace out. Bye, Bye time guys. Time. Bye.